A warm hello to our listeners. I'm Andre Alger, CMPP, Southeast Chapter Program Manager, and one of the national spokes under USPAC for CMPP. I'm thrilled to be your host for the second time in another exciting episode of Navigating Business, a business podcast hosted by US Pan Asian American Chamber of Commerce through the Community Navigator Pilot Program, CMPP, of the Small Business Administration, or the SBA. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by all of you as we talk about Navigating Business, a podcast where we hear from Asian American and minority business owners who share their experiences, their backgrounds, their struggles, and their stories of success. Let's get started. We will be embarking on this wonderful expedition of knowledge with our guest from Asian Chamber of Commerce, Nikki Hewen. Nikki, let me take a moment to express my gratitude for you joining us today. I know you have a very busy schedule, and we just appreciate your time and sharing of your knowledge. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Nikki, before we delve into the work that you do, it's become a bit of a tradition here on our podcast to ask our guests to hear a bit of their backstory. So if you don't mind first indulging us with a little of your background, your story, are you part of the first generation after your family came to the U.S.? How does your experiences lead you to some of the work that you do with ACC or anything else from your background that you want to share with us? Yes, um, certainly. So, Andrea, I, I'm actually a uh, first-generation Asian-American. My family came over here from Vietnam. And what I've noticed is the challenges that we faced coming over here to America is my parents didn't have the education system in place, the knowledge to provide them with resources and just getting some of the the items that's needed when someone that's coming to America. So I am a first generation Asian American. My family and I came here, over here from Vietnam and um, we faced new obstacles coming over here. My parents didn't have the language barrier. They didn't have the resources or nor the knowledge when it comes to getting any type of assistance like what CMGP um, is offering right now to the community. And so years went by and I became a lender and got into my role. That's when I started to notice that I can make a big impact and contribute to my community doing what I do. And so, you know, I mean, here I am today. <laughs> Nikki, that's great. And I can hear just the passion from your past experiences and bringing you into that space of lending and now working with the SBA loans and minority businesses as we're trying to connect those resources, whether it's through your role now as a community navigator pilot program, program manager, like myself doing similar work, but different resources that we're trying to connect. So thanks for sharing a little bit of your background. I'm sure both Asian Chamber of Commerce, both They represent and support several businesses and many businesses in that area. But I'm curious, what are the services and strengths that ACC, especially in relationship to CMPP, what is the relationship between those resources and how can you share more about that with our listeners today? Yes, absolutely. So, you know, the Asian Chambers, they're a big contributor in terms of community outreach. They support the local small business by providing resources, training, mentorships, grants, and so in a way, I feel like with these type of services, they, they truly align with the CNPP program. Very true. I see that as well. You're out on the West Coast. I'm more on the Southeast side. And um, regardless of where we are, as we try to guide and connect these resources to our clients and our small minority businesses, we always elevate those resources and share that common goal together. So, Correct. Yes. Um, 
Moving on. So why do some entrepreneurs choose the SBA loan over a traditional bank loan? And how do SBA loans differ from the standard bank loans? And I can repeat some of this later, but it's kind of a twofold question. Are there any advantages? So having connecting these resources to our clients, how can you explain those questions? I have many clients that often ask me, well, what is the difference between the traditional and the SBA? And I can give them the book answer, but you as the loan officer with all of this experience, can you share that information with us? Yes, absolutely. So SBA loans are designed to assist small business that might not meet the strict criteria of your traditional conventional loan. And the the benefit of the SBA loan is that it's SBA guarantees a portion of that loan to reduce the lenders from any of the risk, right? Therefore, it targets entrepreneurs such as your your startup business, right? Expansions and, and so forth. And I guess one of few of the advantages would be getting lower interest rate, uh, longer terms, lower down payment, just flexible uses of funds, um, such as a combination of, we could say, equipment loan, capital, uh, working capital to a business acquisition, purchase of a real estate and so forth. And so, I mean, I would say that the majority of entrepreneurs, they would consider if they qualify, first of all, but an SBA loan over the conventional, just because of those advantages right there. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense, especially for that startup business that they're yeah. just not sure how it's going to move forward. You need exactly. those senses of security yeah. and the access to capital, 100%. Mm-hmm. The standard loan application process is getting more and more detailed every year. I feel like the list goes on for qualifications. And I see how it's becoming very intimidating for our clients as in these we would say inexperienced. They're they're entrepreneurs, they're small business owners or trying to be. So it's intimidating on the thought of dealing with all of the requirements to do a standard loan application. Is the process with the SBA loan any different for these clients going out to do the SBA over the standard traditional? So Andrea, I, I would say that like any lender out there, we all have to do our due diligence, right? The standards, you know, would be some would say it's a little bit too lengthy, and then others could say, hey, that was the quickest thing ever, right? But um, I would say that the process overall, it's, it's the same as any other loans out there. First, you know, I mean, it's all about eligibility, right? As the lender, they want to make sure that is this project or is this bar, you know, eligible for whatever it is that they're needing financing on. So, you know, once the, the lender determined that, then they go into, you know, documentations preparing uh, where they collect financials, business plans, personal tax return, business tax return, if any. And then we evaluate that to make sure that, you know what, this is someone that can support the loan or, you know, I mean, this would be a good project to do. So once that has been submitted, then the lenders will send out the SBA application and then they go into full underwriting where the lenders and the underwriters review to make sure that this is going to be the right term for this project, for this bar. And then are there any shortfalls in terms of repayment ability, right? And then once that process has been in place, that's when the lenders would send out, we call it um, an LOI or a commitment letter to state to the bars that, hey, you know, this is something that we're interested in. And then right after that, you know, I mean, if both sides, you know, from the bar to the lender agrees on the terms, that's when we um, go straight to closing. 
Yeah, thank you for that. And you made it sound very, um, the process flows. So I could follow along visually in my head with the process. So I'm sure our listeners are following along as well and visualizing this process. And of course, we are here as a resource. Um, We'll get to that later for questions on that process and with your contact information. But I'm pretty sure with all of this advice for small business owners, you would have some very memorable stories working within the ACC. Can you share a story or two that stands out, perhaps a story, a success story of a client that was able to get an SBA loan? And what was the experience like? Yes. So we we had a um, a, a local, you know, a sushi restaurant, pretty known here in Houston, Texas area. And when they came to us for a loan to expand on their second location, CMPP was, you know, I mean, after the, the review of the whole entire loan package, that's when we realized that their financials was not in place. And so, you know, we asked them, well, who's been doing your accounting? You know, I mean, who's been following your taxes and whatnot? That's when they told us, well, I mean, you know, my other partner does it. I don't know nothing about this. But then, you know, um, my lady, my accountant files for the taxes and that's all I know. So after having multiple visits with them, we encouraged them that, you know what, I mean, if you want to get the second location, I feel like it's best that you reevaluate your financials to see where your business stands, right? And um, obviously to help them out with their loan. So what we did was we referred them to a few accounting firms in the Houston area. And right after that, they were able to, you know, work with one of the accounting partners that we uh, recommended. After that, they came back to us with solid financials. Everything made sense. And we were able to process their loan and get them funded for their second location. Oh, that's great. I do yeah. know the experience of working with clients and it really, it's its such a rewarding feeling being able to it meet is. these small business owners and to see them through the process. So that's encouragement for all of us out here just to follow the process and work with amazing people like yourself and to get through that loan process together. So thank you for your support in our small yes. business community. Yeah. I want to take a moment and just ask you if you can share any educational moments, such as what would be the biggest tip you can give owners in finding the right loan for their business? So I think a lot of bars would think that I might fit into this type of loan product or that type of loan product. But um, I, I can say that towards the end of the day, it's up to the lenders to work closely with the, the business owners to evaluate, hey, you know, what program, what loan program might be a good fit for them, right? So, you know, my, my tips would be just understanding your business ins and out who is managing your day-to-day operation, right? Pretty much, you know, when you're not there, you know, who's going to be taking over the business or helping out and overseeing the business. And then understanding the business financials, because that's truly important, not just from a loan perspective, but more of, you know, just looking at your, you know, your books on a monthly basis or bi-weekly, whatever the case is, that way you know where your expenses is going, where your income is generated from, and that helps out a lot. And then lastly, I would say, always develop a business plan. Even if you're a successful business already, never stop growing your business. And when you see everything on paper, your business plan of where you want to take your business within the next three years, five years, you're going to look back and say, wow, I created that, right? Just never stop dreaming, you know? (laughs) So, Nikki, that's great advice, whether financially or just in your personal life, your work-life balance always checking back on that plan, business plan or otherwise, and following your dreams. So thank you so much for those encouraging words for our small business owners. Yes. 
it, I can't believe it, but it looks like our time is coming to an end for the, another podcast. But if there's one more thing that I could ask you, you've shared so much with us today, and I would like our business owners to be able to get in touch with you and contact. Is there a, the best way to reach you? Um, yes, you can always email us at cnpp at asianchambers-hou.org. Or you guys can always give me a call at 713-782-7222, extension 110. Thank you so much for that. Nikki, thank you for this wonderful conversation. It's been a great opportunity to listen to a seasoned expert such as yourself and learn how to navigate around these lengthy business requirements, especially for communities that lack access to support that they need. Thank you to our audience, too, for tuning in. We hope you can join us again next time at Navigating Business, a podcast brought to you by U.S. Pan-Asian Chamber of Commerce through the Community Navigator Pilot Program and the Small Business Administration. Nikki, again, thank you so much um, for being here with us today. I know our listeners are thanking you as well. Thank you to our audience. And please let us know, reach out to US PAC, reach out to Nikki, reach out to any of us, and we will make sure that you are connected to the CMPP program manager that can guide you on your entrepreneurial and small business success. Thank you again, Nikki. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.